0: hello everyone and welcome to the dear future hubby podcast i am your host Therese reese and normally how i do it i would read a poem from my book of poetry entitled a strong-willed mind healing scars over time through my poetry however i'm not gonna read a poem from my book of poetry on today I am going to talk about, not tonight, I've got a headache. Now, don't ask me why that just dropped in my spirit, (laughs) but because I was minding my own business, chillaxing, and all of a sudden, I hear ever so clearly, not tonight, I have a headache. So, a lot of you are going to resonate with that statement. I'm talking to the ladies right now. Some men probably do that too, but for the most part, it's the ladies, and so I wanted to talk about that um, because one day, Lord willing, I pray that I will be remarried in the future. And so one of the things that I thought about when I was married before um, was that I never, ever used that as an excuse. I never once said, not tonight, I have a headache, but I know that there are a lot of women who, whenever they are not wanting to fulfill their wifely duties, have a tendency to lie and say, not tonight, babe, I've got a headache. What I wanted to do was talk about that. Why do you have a headache? Why is that the very first thing that comes to your mind when you are denying your wifely duties, when you are not truly wanting to be intimate with your spouse. Is it because you had a spat? Is it because right now you two aren't seeing eye to eye? Is it because you pretty much just want to deny him because you feel like you've got the right to do so or the power to do so? Or you just plain don't want to have sex with him? Is that what the true reason is? Well, um let's unpack that for a moment. Not tonight. I have a headache. So, have y'all ever heard that statement, one man's trash is another man's treasure? I heard it a lot. I probably heard it way before I truly understood what that meant. Um, But there are a lot of people in this world um, that take their gift, that take their blessing, that take their rights for granted. So, if you can recall think back if you will on that night or that day when you said yes when you said yes to your current spouse or your future spouse when you said yes or I do when they asked you to marry them so whenever you're dealing with the vows of marriage um it and I believe in the vows it says something along the lines of through good and bad times so You're not always going to want to be intimate with your spouse. I get it. I totally get it. But why lie? Why not just tell the truth? Why not just say, you know, I've had a long day. um, Work was really, really stressful on today. And I'm just not feeling it. Why not make suggestions, you know? I might get in the mood if you were to run me a bubble bath, or I might get in the mood if you were to take out the trash, or I might get in the mood if you were to make the bed up, or if you were to woo me leading up to the actual action, Um, whatever the situation may be, but just to lie and say, not tonight, I have a headache, you do know that on most occasions, your boo can read between those lines, right? So before I got married, I'm talking about the first time because I'm not remarried. Um, One of the things that I had made a vow to myself um, in doing, and I've made the same vow going forward, if I ever, ever taste the light of remarriage. (laughs) But anyway, um, one of the vows that I've made is that regardless of what was going on in my world with my spouse, that the one thing that I would not do was deny him intimacy. And so there would be times once I did get married, um, that he and I were not seeing eye to eye or we weren't on the same page. And I so clearly recall telling him, I'm going to need you to put your attitude on the back burner for a moment to fulfill your husbandly duties. Um, And one of the things that I would not do Would deny, I wouldn't deny him. So it didn't matter if I was upset, it didn't matter what was going on. Um, I just refused to be that person that would deny intimacy to my spouse. And I strongly feel that way today. Now, of course, my walk and my journey is a whole lot different than it was back then. However, that's one of the things that while I'm going on this journey, I'm starting to recognize is that. You've got to do a whole lot of self analysis. You've got, whenever you're single and you're walking in your singleness and you're trying to figure out who it is that you are, who you are aspiring to be, um, what that even looks like, what that even sounds like, one of the things that you've got to do is be completely honest with yourself. Um, because you are introducing, hopefully when you are meeting your future spouse, you're not going to let the representative show up. You're going to let your authentic self show up. So when doing so, you've got to be completely honest with self first before you can introduce yourself to anyone new. That's just my opinion. So when I'm thinking about what it looks like whenever I am, let's just say, I'm going to imagine, I'm going to use my imagination, which is something I love to do. So if I were now newly married or if I were getting married or if I were just yeah we're just gonna say married so and the spouse comes to me and says hey hon you know it's been a long day for me I really need to relieve some stress so you know I'm I'm in need of my 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 boo right now I need you right now my first rebuttal even if I am not in the mood for sex would be okay well first let's talk about your day what made it so stressful okay we get through that he tells me what the day was like what made it stressful of course he's well hopefully you know sometimes they don't ask you how your day was but we just going for the sake of imagination say that he asked me how my day was and then i let him know okay it was you know it was pretty chill it was all right for the most part it was pretty decent okay okay well um i know you have said that you wanted to be intimate i tell you what can you do me a huge favor yeah um I need you to massage my feet just for a moment. I just need to kind of like woosah, get my mind in the right space. I, I just want to make sure that when I'm I'm in this with you, that I'm in the moment, that I'm literally shaking off the day, that I'm literally able to just give you my undivided attention, um, whatever that looks like. I just want to make sure. So right now, what I need from you, I need a foot massage, honey. Okay. So then he's massaging your feet. So then you ask him, what does he need? So If he tells you, you know, can you massage my shoulders, my neck, whatever, whatever. Let's say you do that. Notice how you are shifting the energy. So he's relaxing you. You're relaxing him. You've both unpacked your day. You're now not in that whole tension mode. um, And then you're not bringing the day into the bedroom. And what I truly mean by that is that um, sometimes you can be under so much stress. Um, or so distracted by the cares of life that you're not literally when you are in the moment with your spouse, you're not giving them their attention. You're, you're kind of like, taking your frustration out on them. I guess that's the best way for me to put it. It's been a long time since I've been married, so all I can do is use my imagination right now. So y'all just go with me on this journey. (laughs) So pretty much it's like you're taking your frustration out on them. And that's not really, in my opinion, healthy. But if you unpack your day before you get to that point, then your experience together becomes one of, enlightenment becomes one of where you're truly like edifying each other in a different way he's ministering to you you're ministering to him um, and then you're allowing even though he may have asked you for intimacy now you're allowing it to take place organically Um, naturally and then it kind of takes the weight off of you and if let's just say you did have a headache well now that your feet have been massaged now that you've you know gotten that tension off of you now you're able to look at your spouse in a totally different light you're not looking at you're not even looking at yourself like oh my goodness that's all he is you know wants to use me for that's all he needs for me no what you're starting to do is recognize like okay you know we need each other Um, He was stressed out. I was stressed out. I'm glad we were able to unpack our day. Now we're able to focus on one another, hone in on the the reasons why um, we're together, kind of reminister to each other and get our minds aligned where we are able to see each other and be with one another aside from all the chaos that took place before we came to this point. Um, That's just something that I don't even know why it dropped in my spirit. I'm literally trying to make a smoothie, y'all. And all of a sudden, it just drops in my spirit like, not tonight. I have a headache. And I'm like, where did that come from? So apparently, that's something that needed to be talked about. So I'm talking about it. Now, you might truly have a headache for those that do. You're not lying if that's the case. But find a way to communicate to your spouse to where they're not feeling as if asking you to do something that you pretty much promised through good and bad times that you would do, which is be there for them. Um, And that means in every sense of the word. And I think a lot of times when people are getting married they get so caught up in the hype of the marriage of oh girl i'm gonna have his last name oh girl we're gonna be able to blend our assets oh girl that you forget that you're literally dying to yourself you are dying to what it is that you know you were doing in singleness and now you the two are working toward becoming one therefore you do have a role that you play as the future wife and as the future hubby um and i think that a lot of times that gets caught that gets lost not caught but lost in translation um because it's the hype that everyone gets just like oh you know i'm about to be married i was married now you know all that stuff well that phase with time honey and then the true responsibilities do begin and so just to be mindful of that be mindful of yeah there may be some genuine days that you really do have a headache, okay? But in those days, maybe y'all need to have those discussions in your courtship of what does that look like when you are unable to um, fulfill your wifely duties to your spouse? What does that look like when you are unable to fulfill your husbandly duties to your spouse? What exactly does that look like? How is it that you'll still do your best to try to make sure that needs are being met even if the... I guess you could say the traditional way of them being met. You're unable to do at that time. Like have those, you know, have those conversations. Now, the narrative may change over the course of your being together. Age may play a factor. Health may play a factor. Um, Your mental health may play a factor. Having children may play a factor. Bringing the in-laws into the household may play a factor. There's so many different variations of what marriage can begin to look like when you compare it from beginning to during and all of that and in the midst of. But at the same time, be willing to have those heart-to-heart conversations so that there are no unspoken expectations and then you have your spouse feeling resentful toward you because you gave them this facade of what marriage to you would look like and then once you're actually in the midst of that thing it's nothing like what you had him or her believe it would be Make sure you keep those lines of communication open so that way you are able to show up as your authentic self, whether you have a headache or not, honey. You're able to figure out ways of escape in terms of how can I still make this evening pleasurable for my spouse even if I'm not quote unquote feeling it, okay? those types of things like have those deep rooted conversations hopefully they will lead to peace and not discord or strife hopefully it will give you both an understanding of where to meet one another in that season of your life um or and just pretty much just learn how to learn how to convey what you need from your spouse Learn how to convey what you need from your spouse. It's so easy for us to take people for granted. It's so easy for us to assume that just because they've been with us for X amount of years that they should quote unquote know us by now. But our bodies change, our mindset changes, the way we view relationships change, what we need in a marriage may change, um, our Every all those things are things that need to be discussed because you may literally you might might have been a person. I remember I was watching Tabitha Brown and her um, husband Chance Brown, and she was saying how when they were married or when, you know, beginning in the beginning stages of their marriage, how she was super, super affectionate toward him. And he was always kind of like pushing her off, like, say, I don't need all of that. I don't need the hugs. I don't need the kisses, all of that. You know, I know you love me, blase, blase. I'm paraphrasing, please. And thank you. So. Pretty much, she said that she kind of gained his personality in that regard. She kind of took on his form, so to speak. And she just stopped needing the affection. She stopped being affectionate toward him. She stopped, you know, expecting it from him. And lo and behold, as time went on, he was like, say, I need a hug. And she's like, get off of me with all of that. Well, the reality of it is, is that he trained her not to be affectionate. Not Excuse me, not to be affectionate. And then he started to realize, I kind of liked it when she was affectionate toward me. I kind of liked it when she was reaching out to me to hug me and kiss on me and all of that. And now I kind of missed it and now I need that. And so he started doing the very thing that she had initiated, but then her reception to it became different because he trained her not to need it. And so that's the types of things that happens in relationships and in marriages is that, You get to the point that you get so accustomed to how this person has told you that they want to be ministered to that even if they do change, you're like, wait a minute. I don't who who are you like? I mean, when did this shift? When did this shift take place? Now, all of a sudden what I was doing, you didn't like initially you didn't want it. Now, all of a sudden you act like you need it every day. That's how it is in relationships. So especially in marriages. So with that being said, keep the lines of communication open. If you have a headache, find a way to still minister to your spouse. And maybe by your putting that spouse and making that a priority to you and shifting the energy from the pain to the passion, maybe all of a sudden you'll see that your headache starts to go away. Um Because now you're shifting your energy and now you're making ministering your spouse a priority instead of it feeling like a burden. You got to remember why you said yes. You got to remember why you said I do. You got to be willing to rekindle the flame. Um, Even when you start to see that it is burning, like literally, you know, going away and burning out. You got to be willing to put in the work in order to keep that flame going. I don't know who this is for. I have not a clue. Um, but it was laid on my heart to share. So that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm trying to learn how to be obedient to this voice I hear in my head. <laughs> I know it's the Holy Spirit. But anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to learn how to be obedient to this voice. So I don't know who has been telling their spouse, no, tonight I've got a headache. But I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if that headache is not a genuine headache, stop speaking that curse over yourself in your marriage. Okay, don't get the headache. All right. Give him a reason. Give him a reason to have a headache. Let him give you a reason to have a headache. But don't use that as a reason not to be intimate with your spouse. Please and thank you. I'm sure they would appreciate you to continue to just tell them the truth. Despite how it is you may feel in the moment. So that they could help you unpack whatever it is that is heavy on your heart. So that you'll be able to see each other again. A lot of times people get so caught up in the daily duties of life that they forget. What brought us together to begin with? Let those be the reasons why you continually continuously minister love to una- one to another. Let those be the reasons. Remember why and don't start making up stuff just to avoid intimacy with your spouse. Remember, one man's trash is another man's treasure. One woman's trash is another woman's treasure. You don't want to have an accumulation of headaches that are unreal, and then you find somebody else fulfilling that gap. You don't want to put your spouse in a position where they're looking to the left and looking to the right because you are not fulfilling your wifely duties, wives. Um, And so keep that in mind. That's one of the things that, if I have not learned anything in life, I've learned that whenever you say yes, It's yes. Not temporarily. It's yes for an entire lifetime. That's why it's important for us to count up the cost, because it's a lot of people that say I do that really mean I don't. And that's what manifests in that marriage is that it sounded really good when they were being proposed to. It sounded really good when lights, camera and action were right there. But then behind closed doors, they've been denying their spouses for years They've been having the same headache night after night after night after night. And guess who suffers? Not just your spouse, but your marriage does too. So I hope that this encourages someone somewhere. Please have the most amazing day. And take care of yourselves because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.